Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're a little cunt today. <laughs> First thing I did as soon as I press record is you're a little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> is that recording? Ah! One beef. Yeah. Stopping it. No, no that can be the engines. Hey, my lord. Hello, hello, hello. Now, now, be nice to me, right? Because I'm very stressed. What are you stressed about? I had a very bad nightmare. What? Oh, here we go. Miriam Mullins, if you're listening, you're getting Miriam Mullins, the fucking cheek, you, first of all, right? So, I had a really peculiar nightmare. And I don't know why, because I had a lovely day yesterday. Very calm. I, I can't say that sea swim last night. Peculiar. I <laughs> I had a lovely sea swim last night and it really, like, relaxed me and all. I went to bed very zen. I actually died of death when I hit the bed. And the full moon is that you thought you would have been outside trying uh, to get No, it's not full moon, it's a new moon. But anyway, is it? It was a new moon. Right, so, um, yeah, I woke up this morning in a fucking sweat. I mean, like, drenched in sweat. Like, it was terrifying. So, in my dream, right, all I can really remember is that I was on a school tour in the UK, right, in England. But I was the age that I am now. I'll hear you in a uniform, like the big size that I am now in a <laughs> right. uniform, right? And uh, we had to go to like a cinema and there was some film on. Cinema. Cinema. No, cinema. cinema. <laughs> we had to go to a cinema and there was some film on. And it was like a premiere. So Miriam Mullins was at this fucking premiere, right? So she walks over towards me and here's me thinking she's coming over to say hello. No, she brushes by me, right? And she says, "Can I?" Someone was standing. She's telling the story as if it actually happened. No, it like happen. she's giving daggers. Human, she's right? looking at Ian and I'm like, "Let me tell you something." Oh, I'm um, So there was someone standing beside me. Now, actually, it was a person that my brain made up. I don't know the person that was standing beside me. <laughs> Look at you, right? And Miriam said, "I just need to ask somebody that has a bit of fashion sense." So she put her arm in front of my face and moved me out of the way. And she had two pairs of shoes in her hand, and she had this like baby pink dress on. Now she was lovely, but the dress wasn't lovely, right? And she's like, "Which pair of shoes is this dress?" And she had a pair of like evergreen court shoes and then a pair of manky like kitten or sandals and she's like which ones are nice and I was like oh the evergreen ones are nice and she's like yeah I didn't ask you oh and I was like <laughs> Miriam are you on the fucking wind up and she looked at me and she was like who are you and I was like no do you know what do you know what <laughs> I gotta wake up from this nightmare because the night right? and then who pops up behind our only James Patrice uh, Miriam come on away from them them <laughs> I said, James we're on the live show how do you like how do you not know who I am and he was like oh my god and he was like is there no security in here and I was like oh no Oh, no, no, no. So I left so the cinema in the screamers, right? No, and me still, like, my class was still in the cinema and all. So I went in next door. Because I'm 28, I'm allowed to get a vape, right? So I went into the news agents next door. My school uniforms get a vape. And everybody in the shop loved me. They thought I was gas because I was Irish and that was grand. How so I bought remember me two this vapes. dream nightmare? This was so vivid. Through. So they loved me in the shop and they thought I was real funny and all, right? So I was lapping her up, you know, and I get real excited. <laughs> and then I went out and then my, all my class was gone to get on the bus, right? So I seen them all getting on the bus and I was like, bollocks, I don't know where my hotel is because this isn't real life so I don't know where I'm staying <laughs> so they were all getting on the bus to go back to where we were staying so I missed that bus so I got on the next bus but I didn't even know where the next bus <laughs> was going right listen so I got now I'm very stressed so I got on the bus right here's me thinking bollocks my man's gonna kill me even though I'm 28 shitting That's on two. the bus bollocks right? is like the same no, as the UNT no I'm allowed to course <laughs> So I'm sitting on the bus right and then all I hear is everybody get all your money out of your bags. And I was like, surely I'm not after getting on the bus and not getting held up. Surely I'm not, right? So I'm only after getting £150 out of the ATM because I need to find well. me. Do you know, I just got yeah. me vapes. Mm. So I'm sitting with cash in my hand. Do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? Open the bus window. Do you know the pop window? <laughs> 
the fucking size of me. What am I open pop windows for? I'm thinking that I'm gonna fit. Like Flubber, like Flubber getting out the window. Give me two seconds until the ball of slime. I'll just go through that. So I'm here elbowing skills. I'm with you on this story, and it's like a fake story. I'm with you. It's great. I'm standing on people's heads and climbing over them, and I'll try to get through the pop window. I carly come on, let me skill back, and I'll be back. So a man comes up the stairs, and I was thinking he was gonna be a big scary man. It's only a little tiny man, right? And he walks over, and he's like, "I'm so sorry, I have to do this." I was like, "Can I just keep me vape?" And he was like, no. So we whipped the vape out of my hand along with £150. And I, do you know what? Something <laughs> happened where I was lying down and I was like, oh my God, this is horrendous. And then in my brain, I went, this is a dream. Just open your fucking eyes. And I opened my eyes and there I was. Oh, thank fuck for that. Mad. Jesus Christ. Isn't that mental? You're mental. What the fuck? Oh, you I'm got abused by Miriam Mullins. Miriam Mullins is a She was like the Regina George at the premiere. Oh and God, then you got fleece on your skill door. And you were 28. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to keep your vape and fit through Johnny a little sliding window. No, do you know what? You didn't just take the vape on me. You fucking whipped it I out of my hand. I just your him. foot through the window and that's it. And you're just standing there. <laughs> I can't believe it. Now, Sean, elbow and skill children out of the way, like pulling them by the head. And I'm 28, no. so obviously I'm allowed to go get a vape. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, if anybody didn't know already, I'm clinically insane. And uh, no, but I woke up drenched and sweat like I wasn't a bit well after. And see you, Miriam, even though you didn't do what you did, you did. And when I see you now, I don't think I'll be able to look at you the same. You have to be extra nice to me, all right? Thank you. I don't think Miriam's ever going to listen to this. Miriam. But Miriam, you have a good day if you do, because you just got rinsed. But on a scale from one to my nightmare, now nothing like yours literally just... Are you talking about your real life nightmare or your, your actual like dream nightmare? My life is perfect. What's John about? I don't oh, have a no, nightmare. Oh, no, it's just that you went I talked through my men's mental health last week. Everything's fine. <laughs> I'm glowing from two things. So I'm not telling you what. Don't even look at me, in. Anywho. Ian, did you know what he did? Shut up. Ian, do you know what he did? So basically, long story short, it wasn't an XXL Brazilian, was a lovely man that I know, a good while. That's all I'm saying. And my back is in bits. Not tell me who it is now. You won't tell me who no, it I'm is. No, I'm not telling nothing. Why? Because you're someone's dirty little secret, you little No, hit. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. No, this is just like tour of our time, but this is based out over yonks. So no, it's what not. What do you mean tour of our time? Just a friend of benefit, know. but friends of benefit, like yearly subscription <laughs> like that's kind of like see you next year kind of thing oh, you kind of just dip in and out a little bit literally what I just said yearly subscription no stop we're not getting into it stop I'm stop. trying to get the feelers out and find out yeah, who it but is I'm not going to tell you this so basically it's coming to the story so he is going to tell me who you are by the way if you're listening to this alright because you're just trying to keep your back covered now saying I'm not going to tell you my back isn't covered I have no vertebrae because it's killing me again I think my ball's going to go blue and I'm going to have a numb leg I don't know what I've done oh. but look let's get into look at me will you when I'm talking to you oh. yeah so had a nightmare now mine's not unlike yours it was a five second nightmare right. I fell and smashed my tooth <laughs> so no, Did you give the the No, I can't, can't, okay. can't be doing that. So obviously then I was with this lovely man and then, mm, 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 and I was like, oh, he's had to chip me tooth. I was like, this is why the dream. So I had to stop for a second, had a puff of a babe, but then we had a giggle. So that's just my little nightmare story. Sorry, you, oh, that was I in your nightmare. Stop, I, I, teeth, you to chipped. I said, this is where this is coming in. So listen, today is an episode on friendship something me and Sean don't have but anyway um, yeah super excited I was actually I thought this was going to be very emotional no uh, no, it's not because I'm very skeety so I'm I feel like I'm just going to go for people's friends I feel friend. like I had that rubbing off on me I feel like I need a crystal shoved up my ass and to be left on the, <laughs> you've left had on enough the beach up your ass, left on you've the beach with a meditation okay Ooh. you don't need anything else up there Right. So, guys. No, so let me tell you how I got on. I was at Paolo Natini last Friday. Oh, Hello. Jesus Christ, go on. We're the, this is all catch up. It's our podcast. I don't speak to you. <laughs> let me Do bring the whole friendship part in. And now you're like, let me tell you about Paolo Yeah, now you don't even want to know how your friend got on at uh, Paolo Natini. What happened? I just had a lovely time at Paolo Natini. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. Like, I don't know what you're saying. I thought you had a big story. No, but come here. I did. I was never out at Malahide Castle. I was expecting one or two thousand people. And I went to my friend's house, Heather. She lives around the corner from it. Thank God, because there was no way hoping how we were getting through the traffic. An hour and a half it took us to get there. That's how bad it was in just that two in the day. So, got there. 20,000 people, it holds. 20,000 people. Well, it's a fucking park. I just thought it was one or two K. I was like, ah, pound on a teeny, just nice chill by it. I heard it was shy, Sean. I'm not going to lie. No, I had a ball. No, I'd say I the atmosphere was two. brilliant, but I heard he was dirt. Yeah, so we had like a few of the girls that were at life, some of her sister friends, all that, and then our group kind of jabbed with that group, but they kind of knew yeah. every lyric to everything, so they just kind of were in like the little, I don't know, people were saying, 
when the golden area, but I don't think there is a golden area. We're just up the front. <laughs> yeah. Up the front, like yeah. psycho obsessed losers. And we just had a ball. Giyad. I had about I seven cans. I had two bottles of wine. Sean, I've seen bo- you were 17 bottles of wine. No, and they, I said, no, no they were just the mini ones. I had two full bottles. Two full ones. Because you don't drink wine. I said, no, I do. What? I do, but I just don't drink it anymore. Because just kind to leave it at the door, the fridge. Don't be coming to me right home. No, but you know what I mean? You wouldn't like regularly, especially not on a night out drink wine or that. And so when I seen no, you were like seven bottles of wine in your hand, yeah. I said, his poor head, he's because going to no be white claw. crucified. There's no white claw. I did, all the white claw was gone. Right. And uh, so I got four mini bottles and then fleeced the bottle of water off them. And yeah, if you're listening, yeah, I did, because you had no clue what you're doing with your life. You don't be criminalising yourself on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> No. So that was that. I had a ball. Then we went back to Malahide. I don't know, was it a village? I've never even been to Malahide, I don't think, in my life. Ain't posh, Very posh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Malahide's gorgeous. Malahide's gorgeous. There you go. So there you go. So then, lo and behold, I'm standing there and there's a lovely, tall, handsome man. And I was like, couldn't be. I love a lovely, Couldn't tall, be this man, man that was texting me for a while and telling me these things and then not doing it and then texting me again. I said, couldn't uh, be. No. no, it was him, but I just gave him one look and I said, I am in a brat mood, so I'm never going to see you Do again. You no, know you should have done. I'm not even messing. You should have jocked him and ran away. No, I, I'm pretty sure he was literally having nervous breaks. And he's like, I'm only messing he's, by the way before I'm attacked. Go on. What? No, Jack I said you should have jockeyed him. <laughs> like, now people will attack me. My arm's under reach. She's about seven four. Oh, yeah, oh, up there. Would have put my shoulder. But um, seeing him finish off tonight was a good night. Didn't actually go home with this man, nor did I speak to him. Just letting you know. Just ignore him. Leave you back where you are meant to be back. Yeah, get you. Um, yeah, so that was really well Woke up. Very tired. Very dehydrated. Heather has a housemate or two. Ordered an acai bowl. Went down with me day. Lovely. Beautiful. Then I went to Taste of Dublin on Sunday. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. This is to Sean's show. Go on. No, 110% because I can't go into friendships yet. I'll have to let my friendship know that okay. I was at Taste of Dublin. So Katie kind of gave me last minute tickets. Um, went in. Have you ever been there? I was there last year. Beautiful. Food everywhere, drink everywhere, and then smash hits was on. One thing for me, wedding. If I had a hair, Katie, can you say that one more time? Getting that for me, wedding. I said, You even proposed it? She's like, No, I was like, she said, Every five minutes, get I know, Katie wedding. has a house and she's proposed it. And That's she told cool. me she hadn't got a cold sore in a year now. I feel like there's a little white lie in there she's somewhere. Lying. She's Jim Apathic, fat liar. Yeah. I feel like she's lying somewhere. <laughs> but then we end up going to George, and I felt like, because obviously, no, Katie, Kenny, years and years, I felt like it was old. Do you know when me and Katie used to go out on Pride and wear our American hashtag on plant, and we'd be in the exact same outfit and my yeah. tooth be swinging and I'd have a little gay umbrella colours and we'd just be walking around like that that's what I felt like yeah. the other night just like home, and no I'd be about five apes in the machine and we were just around our life I love that for you I love a little like kind of just a bra a it was just being yeah yeah so I'll rob all in the George room my life again <laughs> yeah brilliant I really enjoyed my night <laughs> So this week we decided to do the podcast based around friendship simply because when we stuck the question box up on the page today, which we've done for the first time in a long time, we haven't done it in a bit. So we said that we'd cover it this week because, yeah, I think it's very important, especially as you're getting older and an awful lot of friendships and relationships with people are changing and you're seeing things differently as you grow. So just thought it was an interesting take to go on this week. And Brilliant. Just smashed that. Thanks so much. She had a few sort of the previous time. So when she was going into it, I was like, she was like, do you want me to do it? I said, uh, please. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Oh I would have been like, we up and a question box and we're just looking for how you're feeling with your friends. Do you so know what's like, so funny, like right? People are going to listen to that and be like, that's the most basic thing in the whole world that she just said. But me and you were like, brilliant, Carly, well done, me. It was. Well it. done, me. But yeah, do you know what? It actually made me a little bit sad when I put up the box the other day and I seen loads of stuff coming in. Like, oh, I, yeah. I got a bit upset. Yeah. Because um, when I think of friendship, like automatically I get giddy and buzzy, and it's a lovely oh, word a, for me. Yeah, and I get excited because I've so many. No, and that sounds so arsy, uh, doesn't it? It sounds like I'm kind of bragging, but I've an awful lot of friends <laughs> and different kind of friend groups and friends from work and friends from dancing. That'll always and, make you feel like on a high when you leave them. Yeah, but there, there's a lot of different like groups and different friends for different things. Yeah. And then people was writing in the other day being like, um, uh, what do you do when you haven't got like a best friend or or what do you do when you have no friends and you want to make friends and I was like yeah. am I so lucky in life that that isn't a problem that's apparent to me and then it also made me really sad that imagine the amount of people that are experiencing that same thing 
oh my god it really just got me in the heart i know and some of them are like well some of them that i got was like no we're basically we're gonna be going through it anyway yeah yeah so um yeah stick with us and we'll go through stick all of the podcasts <laughs> love to say please stay with us oh god me little brain yeah we're gonna go through a few of them now so this is a response from the question box on my Instagram page. It says, find it so hard making friends since moving country. Or just not sure if I'm bothered because you can't replace compare what I have in Ireland plus Australians are not that friendly. Oh, that's interesting. Fair enough. I That is something that I would be nervous about if I moved across the world. But I think something that's really prominent now on social media, especially is that the amount of meetups that are going on yeah everywhere. yeah yeah everywhere everywhere like i know that um nicole do you know nicole fits all by nicole it's one of my friends anyway she moved over to i think she's in sydney she moved to australia and she started like yoga and mindfulness and breath work and stuff like by yeah, the yeah. beach and everything listen i know it's not everybody's cup of tea but it's great that you can go to something like that that's out in the open that you can go and meet people and say if you don't enjoy the actual activity at least you meet people there that you might gel with and you can at least say to them oh look we'll go for a coffee yeah yeah, uh, we go and What's do not something to like together. in Australia as well like you're sitting in the sun no but like the they're saying like naturally some some people just aren't as warm and because we're Irish and because we're so used to people being so friendly it's a major culture shock when you go to a different country and people aren't just kind off the bat so that's probably very daunting yeah but she's also saying, I'm not sure if I'm even bothered because you can't replace. So if she's not bothered, then she's not going to help herself. Oh, well, then you're chance. closing you know yourself I mean? off. She's closing Do you know what I mean? Off. Like, I think that, I she's think if you're going to... She's to a place where she thinks they're not friendly in the slightest and she's not bothered to make friends. So I'm like, where are you leaving your options here? Uh, do you know very what? Slim. When you're in your feelings, it's very hard to not kind of be bitter about something and feel some sort of way about it. But... If you close the door on people, they're not going to beat it down to get in, especially if they don't fucking know you. Do you know 100%. what I mean? Like, you have to meet people halfway and make the effort. But even if it's not like that, the likes of, like, meeting up and doing yoga and stuff, there's a million ways to go about it. They can go and join a dance class. You can go, like, uh, Blame was telling me last night. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Wow. I love you. Go on. I, I think that's a fairly regular activity now. Yeah, no. Zumba-like. Or whatever you want. Like what? Fucking like, karate, Sean. I don't care where you go. You just go and join going a class. Imagine going to Australia and be like, hey, I'm just here for the hip-hop class for beginners. Do you know what? I wouldn't do you any harm, but here we are. <laughs> no, my back would never. back could never. No, but Blaine was saying last night that his friend went over and moved away and she joined a GAA club literally for the aspect of just making yeah. friends. He said, now she's a grand old age flying around playing GAA. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it really brought her out of her shell and now she has a lovely group of friends that she considers like very, very close yeah. to her. So I think that is the best way to go about it. I like that in, in your job, if there's somebody that you kind of like feel drawn to don't be afraid to walk over and just say listen I'm finding it a little bit hard to make friends here would you mind if like we went for a coffee or if you're going on a night out if I come along like just to get myself integrated into like groups of people because at this age if somebody said that to me like when I was younger I'd be like oh Scarlet and I'd be honest I would I'd be like what are you about like but at this (laughs) age if somebody said that to me now I'd be like oh bless you I'd be like yeah of course like do you know what I mean Brilliant. There's your answer from Carly now. I just love how you can just elaborate so much on one little thing. Like My friend's just like, now, if you're not helping yourself, are you? Yeah. Just, <laughs> just closing the door. Jaron, problem. <laughs> oh, mommy. Somebody written about the importance of acknowledging that it's okay to have different friends for different things oh my god someone wrote in that for me i think it was like so it was lovely. okay no she's like i'm finding it hard to kind of break away that like all the friends that used to be friends like some of them are now just drinking friends and the other ones are kind of a different group she's like what do i do in this aspect that's what one of them was like that yeah but it kind of sounds like the same but i think that's lovely and no, I, I said that as well yeah it's yeah. always good because i think you have them friends that you want to party with and you want to yeah. buzz around with and that's fine and you know what sometimes I used to always think that surface level was a bad thing. There's something so lovely about, I thought that was me parking thing. Maybe no, I thought you were getting Oh my God. <laughs> um, there's something so lovely about the innocence of something being surface level because everything doesn't have to be so fucking deep. And sometimes you just want a giggle and a dance and a drink. Like, that's great. And then there's the other friends that when you're having a meltdown, you're not going to go to the friends that are drinking and go, you'd be grand girl, man, we go out. Like, mm. sometimes that is what you need, but an awful lot of the time, sometimes you need a whinge. Sometimes you need a bit of comfort in. I don't think that any person can be every single thing in one for you. No, I used to think I could do that as well. I remember I used to be literally every single day I'd be with a different group. Yeah. Every single day. But that's like, yeah, I don't know. There, see, there's an element, I'm going to be honest, there's an element of when I see someone 
with 90,000 different people all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? I'm like, why are you with loads of people all the time? Why aren't you just... But you just said it's surface level, it's not that deep. No, no, I'm aware, but when it's constant, and and you know what, more so, if someone is with the same groups of people all the time, I'm like, oh, that's their groups of friends, that's cool. But when someone is with brand new people all the time and never goes back to the friends they were with before, Mm. I'm like, oh, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Yeah. But with the drinking friends and all, like, you know, like, I kind of class, like, the gays as, like, drinking friends, but, like, really close friends at the same time. But not yeah. as close friends as the home, close, close friends. Ah, of course, yeah. No, you always have your home team. And, like, I find that as well. Like, I... Yours are kind of the mix between the both of them, really. Oh, the gays are the my gay, home no, team. You Do you are, know what I mean? Hack, like, literally. 100%. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, it's because you are. You're allowed to say it. 110%. Pride Month, don't at me. Do you know how terrified I am to say anything anymore? Pride Month. Beauty fell, beauty fell. But um, yeah, no, the gays would definitely be like my home team and they'd be like me. Not me longest friends. I definitely have friends that are in my life longer, but they're like me me core. Yeah, 100%. Now they're all fucking off the wall. No. No, off, off the, the wall. wall. Yeah, they pull you by the neck out of the shit that you're in. And they would. So this is another email we, well, we received. Oh my God, we are in bits today. So <laughs> this, no, do you know what? I can very much relate to this. And this is something that I actually struggle with. So I'm glad that this was brought up. Um, I am from a very working class area of Dublin and sing, still, <laughs> and again, Carly, sorry. I'm from a very working class area of Dublin and still hang around with all my childhood pals from home. The last few years, I've split my time between them and a group that I met in college who would come from a more middle class area. Both gangs are really nice and the few times they've crossed paths, they've all got on with each other. That said, I sometimes feel my mates from my area resent me a bit for hanging around with people they consider posh. They've told me that my accent changes around them and that I act differently, which I don't think is true. I don't know what to do. So this relates with you. Have you ever found yourself in a situation like this? No. I think people just say to me, you know, sometimes like if I'm with someone for so long and then like if I'm with the like kind of, I don't really know how to explain it. If I'm with someone for so long, like day in, day out, and then if I'm with someone else and say something, I'd be like, you'd be like, no, you weren't like that yesterday kind of thing. But I'm like, I'm not even being like that. I was like, this is just who I am. But I think you just got a different version of me. That's what I mean. Right. And I'll be like, don't, show, but like, don't be showing off is what they'd be saying. But I no, I, be under- off I understand that. And I think that, that um, different groups of people definitely get me. different versions I'm of you. I'm just me, true and true. I'm not saying like, you. You'll either just get like normal tone or you'll just get it in the neck. But like, I mean, well. Do you know what? Yeah, sorry, that coffee's not coming right <laughs> The Starbucks coming up your throat. Um, so sorry. my relation with this is that obviously I grew up in Finglas. I wasn't dragged up in Finglas. I was very well off, very well looked after. I'll never claim to be anything, but, but growing up in Finglas, then I went to school in Glasnevin and then I went to school in town. Like I have came across so many different no, groups of yeah. people and came to be friends with so many different groups of people in so many different ways. And then I have like working class friends, people that are from like majorly posh areas and you know how much stick I give to posh areas. It's all in good jest, I swear to God, because I have the loveliest, poshest friends ever. And people often say, how the fuck are you two friends? And I'm like, oh, because we just get it. But sometimes my fear is in working class areas right an awful lot of people um aren't told that something's wrong so my friends that i grew up with or friends that i have that are from different working class mm-hmm. areas would often say use vocabulary that isn't exactly correct and that wouldn't be deemed okay to use by somebody that is more educated in these types no, of things. No, I hate posh people correct me. I'm like, shut up, box. But, do you know what? This is where the difficulty lies. So I know that my friends, like that, my friends, that wouldn't be as well up on that whole issue. They wouldn't be politically correct. Say. Yeah. Those friends don't mean any harm by the vocabulary that they're using. They actually don't see it as harmful and they don't mean it as harmful. But then you have me friends that would be very well educated on the situation and would be very politically correct and they'd get very fucking bent out of shape and they'd be very emotional about people using certain vocabulary. And I understand that. But then it comes to friction where my friends that wouldn't know and my friends that do know are like, what the fuck? So when my friend that is well up accuses my friend that isn't of being hateful, they're like, hang on a fucking minute. No, I'm not being hateful because I don't mean that I'm bad by it. But they're like, no, you do because you're using that. 
and then it comes to a standstill and I'm like, That's just their assumption of a book. Because they've been taught differently from them. Like, That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. They weren't in a position to be corrected by people and nobody has actually taken the time to explain to them that the language they're using is wrong. So when they say it, they don't mean it hateful. But then if you're going to back them into a corner for not being educated on it, that's when they get yeah, embarrassed yeah. and that's when they get wound up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I find that that's my difficulty with it all, trying to merge my friend groups because some people aren't privileged enough to have had these things taught to them. And I think the people that are need to have patience with these people and be willing to not go down their neck and explain to them, look, I know you don't mean that bad by it, but realistically, this is a little bit wrong. Let me tell you why. Now, bear in mind, a lot of like, my friends will probably say, fuck it, I'm still going to say what I'm going to no, say 110%. anyway. And that again... Let me tell you something. Yeah, and that's where I find difficulty with some of my friends because I'll often say to some of my friends, look, I, I don't feel comfortable with you using that word around me. And no, uh, you did. You, you picked me up on one before and what was the bad word. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I often <laughs> I, know, actually, I never knew it was bad and you were like, you can't be saying that word. So I was like, can I not? Yeah, and, but that's what I mean. There's some and I've never said that since people, that day. Yeah, no, some, I, there's some words that people genuinely don't know they mean any harm. Yeah. And I'll often say to people, look, that's not really correct. Uh, do you know what? I'm not comfortable with that. And then people are like, yeah, well, fuck you. And I'm like, oh, do you know what? <laughs> Fair enough. But... I do try and educate people. Sometimes I can be very passionate about it, Sean, and sometimes I need to take a look at myself and be like, mm-hmm. right, well, you're attacking people and that's not fair either. I do it sometimes. And yeah, I think that, um, like you were saying, when you spend time with a certain group of people, I find I pick up on an awful lot of people's gestures. I pick Always. up on their speech patterns. I pick up on their yeah. words. That's just the way I am. I, I'm... It's We're just like, that's a great word and you will absolutely be getting rinsed for I that. Thank you so much. I don't to no, take it No, because when you say it once in a good setting, you're like, oh, brilliant. Now I can Yeah, beautiful. I love them. it. And me and you do it with each other all the time. All the time. All the time. So I find that when I go somewhere else after spending an awful lot of time with, say, a certain group of people and they're like, oh, you're talking like them. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's not a big drama. What's your problem? Do you know what I mean? I like, I don't see why you're so anal over that. But you- oh, sorry, Sean. I didn't mean... Yeah. No, stop bringing it up! <laughs> stop! I'm going to have to go out for a vape, but just stop bringing it up. But yeah, yeah, I, I often struggle with the same thing. And all I can say is, if you do find your friends kind of being a bit arsy with you about it, pull them up on it. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Pull them up and just say, what is it that annoys you? It gives you the ick. What's, what getting, it is. Under like, what's getting under your skin? And why? I'm still me. Yeah. Still me, just changing a little bit. Life is for changing and evolving. But, but there's, there's no harm in it. And I think that people, do you know what? Sometimes people are just arsy and sometimes people just want to pick at you and get it out of the system. So I'd be like, right, you're one of the screamers today. Do you want to tell me where this is really coming from? Yeah. And we'll have a conversation about it. Let's get you out of the screen. Because whether you like it or not, I am going to be friends with people from all walks of life. I'm going to pick up views that are different to yours because I'm in different environments to you. I am going to see things from different perspectives. I'm going to feel different ways about it. And if you're not willing to grow with me and watch me learn, well then, I'm sorry. Well then, maybe I'm just not supposed to be here because I'm not going to have someone picking at me all the time for being who I am. There you go. Up in this <laughs> bitch. <laughs> this is the Carly show today. I'm absolutely buzzing. No. I've not had me back in the past few weeks. Stopping out and stopping. Oh my God. So long did that go off for? Oh God, love that girl. She's going to make, is this my section or not my section? <laughs> oh. I enjoyed that one. Did you? So we got this one sent in. It says, how and when to let a friendship end? Struggling at the moment. I need your advice on this because right. I'm fucking horrific at walking away and letting go worst i don't know i think from like two different perspectives from it it like one of them is like have you physically told them like how you're feeling like why do you want it to end are they not like giving it back to you i don't know sometimes like with friendships it's like you know like when you meet a new friend and like the first few months it's like it's like a honeymoon stage for you yeah but then like you're still in the honeymoon stage and like oh my god i'm on such a high you make me the happiest person ever we are the same person and then after a few months with them it's kind of like it fizzles out and like they're not reci- is it reciprocating back very, i'm very is proud it? of you because you're oh, me yes. stuck in me yes. probably didn't say it right but when it's not giving back to you like what what's happening here why don't you want to feel like this all the time so this little bit annoys me but like 
in that because I was kind of in that one, like for in that fucking situation before. So I was, the only thing that I done was physically went to the person and was like, this is where I'm at. I was like, well, I just feel like you're kind of just fading away slowly. Is it something that I don't like? Let me know because I want to get us back on that track. Yeah. And then if they were like, no, no, like I'm good. I'm like, oh, okay. You're clearly just not in this the same way I am. So then yeah. it's kind of like time to just live off the good memories from it. And because realistically, if you do think about it, you're going to be like, every time they pop up, you're going to be so annoyed that they're having fun with someone else. Like, I wanted this with you, but you didn't want to back on me. So you're only going to be in, like, fucking your head up that bit more. So I just feel like just live off the good memories that you have. Let it fizzle out and eventually you'll get over it and you'll be able to look on good things. But like, oh, you know what? That used to be a great friend that I had. And that was just a chapter I had with them. But I'm on to a new chapter of friendship. So what I would say is... If you haven't said anything, let them know where you're feeling and maybe it will pick up again and then you can go from there. But if they don't feel the same way, then maybe just do it because you're only going to keep haunting yourself because you want a lot more than they can give. So you're setting yourself up for disaster here. Okay? Is that all right? Oh, take a sup of that coffee now because I <sighs> enjoyed right? that. You had us fried there. Fucking hate doing this shit. That was gorgeous. No, and I really appreciate doing this that. Free, I fucking hate doing it. <laughs> Doing it for a friend, you know, a night out all the time. Where are you feeling? Let me talk to you. <laughs> let me fix oh. you. No, that was lovely. No, if you had a dog, you would have been still going. You would have been still on the start. But let me tell you something. No, and I am going to elaborate on what you said because right. this is how I feel. Perfect. So I was thinking to myself last night because I kind of knew this was going to come up today because I seen it and I struggled so much with letting go. Mm. Like I just said, Jesus Christ. No one prepares for that. And... I've learned that over time like that, especially this year was a big thing for me that sometimes it's so much better for yourself and maybe the other person as well to love someone from a distance. Yeah, 110%. And that's all you can do sometimes. Like there's friendships in my life, Sean, that I'll always appreciate and I'll always love and I look back with fondness on them, but you couldn't fucking pay me to be friends with them people again. I will always look at them and say, Jesus, I had such a lovely time with you, but do I want you back in my life? No. Nah, nah. I like that. If I seen somebody putting their hands on them or fucking hoarding them, I'd run them up. But does it mean I want to talk to you again? No. Like, I, I don't want you in my life, but I don't want to see anything bad happen to them or anybody hoarding them. No, I either. wish you well. Yeah. And yeah. enjoy your life. But sometimes, and I think an awful lot of and I always say about the human experience on this podcast all the time a huge part of the human experience is that people it's like a revolving door people are always going to come and go 100%. all the time and the sooner the better you get comfortable with that idea that some people are here for two weeks some people are here for two years some people are here for 20 when you get comfortable with the idea of nobody owes you anything and nobody has to stay solidified in your life don't start with the words, please. <laughs> Brian. They I can, can't. I can't. They can leave at any stage that they want to. Once you realise that nobody belongs to you and, and you can't hold somebody where you want them to be in your life forever, think things get a little bit easier. It's like a little breakup, isn't it, with your best friend, really? And do you know and what? Friendship is, breakups are, are so way worse. not way spoken worse. about. They're so, like, they're literally thrown to the wayside and people think that relationships are the only important thing that you should be in bits over and you can cry and cry over. Like, you can't grieve over a friend. What? Like, what do you? Yes, I can. No, I can. Took me about two years to grieve over one by four, but that was, like, my best friend. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I wish you well and I'm so happy for everything that you do. Now, I can't say that he thinks the same because I just feel like it's completely different from his little head, but I still wish you well. Thank you for the great chapters. Do you know what I mean? I'll never delete the videos and footage that we have and always talk about And I know for a fact, like, have you ever had something happen to you, Sean? And you're like, I just want to ring that person and tell them. I just, I just instantly think about it because we've so many memories together and yeah. I'm like thinking of that and I'm like, But no, does something doing... happen to you and you're like, I'd love to tell him. Love to tell the old time that we had together, like the old bond that we have. Not like right now. Yeah. Because no. I, I just feel like it'd be I fake. Know. But no, but yeah, you know what I mean. You're like, yeah. I'd love to ring that person because I know they get it mm. and I know they'd love it and yeah. I know they can really, like that gets me in the chest. And there'll be days where I wake up and I'm like, do you know what? There's a conversation that I'd love to have with just one person. Just one person. And I can't anymore. Yeah. And that's, but you know what is lovely about that and the good that I'll take from that is that I had the ability to love that person so much and care about that yeah. person so much. So the love is there and it always will be. It's like just... Like I said, I'm just ready for me next chapter. There yeah. you go. Oh, this uh, is getting me in no, the No, stop, air. will you? No, I'm actually getting a little bit emotional time. My eyes are watering it uh, Is it all yeah. right? Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I'm such a fucking soft case. I love friendship and I love love and I think it's the most gorgeous thing in life because it's free. And you just have these people around you. And why don't you want to feel like that? So to see someone that doesn't have friends and all breaks my heart. That's why I, I got so upset. Because when I leave me friends and I'm on a high, I'm like, why doesn't people want to feel like this? 
Like, why do you not want to feel like this all the time with your other friends? Go out there and find them Some people that people make are just so hot, Sean, that they're probably... Well, like, it's literally nothing. It's just sitting there out in the open and you're just sitting in the back garden or you're sitting somewhere and you're just having literal random yappy yappy yeah, chats. Yeah, but something just happens to people, Sean, along the line. And an awful lot of the time, they've been hurt so badly in a friendship mm. that they're terrified to let that wall down and be a friend again. Or have a friend or be a friend. Like a breakup, basically. Some people again, are so like. damaged, yeah, where they're, they're terrified to take that leap. And I often think to myself, like, how did it come to you being left with nobody? Like, why didn't someone pick up the phone and ring it? And, and also, like, like, where is someone there that's, like, in charge of you? Like, yeah, mom and dad. Or someone that's, like, above you. Like, as in, because we've... One of them that's... She's been bullied since she's 18, she says, and now she's no friends and she's no trust. Well, a man like that can't go out and tell no, the No, I know, I mean that, but also, like, they're the people, like, if she's no trust in anyone, she's going to have trust in the parents, fingers crossed that everything is good behind closed doors. There's the one that should be able to help her because they're being through the life. So they have friends there. So, like, they know how it feels to have great friends, but to have someone that you brought into the world that you literally made and you don't want them to have friends and feel happy, so you just leave them there, help them. Help them yeah, in the best like way I possible. Said, they can't take them by the hand no, and walk them no, out onto the street and make look, friends for them. You have to crawl before you walk, so help them. Let them, let them crawl and then let them sprint when they can. I don't but like, to be bullied until all them years and have no one is awful. It's breaking me oh, hard Oh, it's here. horrific. But again, there's an awful lot of parents, Sean, that aren't tuned into their kids' lives the way their parents would mm-hmm. be. Like, I often think They know myself, straight away. That's because we're mental. They know when they had stuff for a minute. They're like, yeah. ah. But there's some... Do you know what? And it's so sad, but there's some parents, Sean, that their role in their kids' lives is to feed them, to have a roof yeah, over yeah, their head yeah, yeah. and to wash them. They don't care what goes on in the social aspect of their lives. They actually probably wouldn't even recognise if they weren't close with people or didn't have friends. Whereas my mad often say to me, right, say if I was in the screamers and I was having an argument with my friend and I was sitting in my room and I didn't go out for a couple of days, my mad give a little knock-knock on the door and she'd be like, what's going on, love? Because you haven't had anybody over. No, I haven't literally. heard from Kira, what's going on? Where's everybody? And I'd be like, oh, man, look, I'm out having an argument. She'd say, well, what's that happening? And I'd tell uh, her and she'd go, you're the prick there, aren't you, love? And I'd be like, sorry? And she'd be like, no, that was your fault. My man was so quick to pull me around and say, you're wrong for that, love. Yeah. And you can't expect people to think that that behaviour is all right because if it was done on fucking you, you wouldn't like it. So she was very fast to pull me up and help me change my ways so I didn't lose people. But unfortunately, some people in this life aren't lucky to have that. My man checked me quick and I'm so glad she did. Well, I'm hoping if this lovely girl is listening and you do have a good relationship with your parents, maybe go to them and just tell them where you're at, kind of. Because, like, if she's no one else, that's all they have. A suggestion. Yeah. Um, If you are a female and you want female company, or actually, I think it's open to everybody. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stick on the podcast page in the next couple of days. Like I said to you about the girl moving away, there's so many open uh, meetups in Dublin at the minute. Meg Ren, definitely, she has a night out someone coming up. Someone asked for her to come on. Yeah, ah, but someone... Um, she had a big question box the other day about a girls' night out in town and obviously I don't know if it's going to be over by the time this releases but she will be doing more. So there was, she does like yoga meetups, she does uh, women's circles, she's going to be doing the night too. There's so many different yogas and uh, sunrise swims and stuff that are going on at the minute. I'll try and gather a big huge amalgamation of it all and stick it on the podcast page. So you are encouraged to go along to these things on your own. You might even see somebody there that you know that you probably had a friendship with when you were younger Mm -hmm. and it might spark up again. And you might sit beside somebody that is in the exact same fucking boat as you and wants somebody and is craving friendship. And I think it's a lovely place to start. So if you are struggling, like I said, you don't have to love fucking yoga and sea swims. It is just, like you said, John, a stepping stone into a world where people want friendship. Mm -hmm. You could look at each other and go, fuck this. Will we go and start a rowing club? Will we go go and join that? Will we go for a pint? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I probably both after just gone for the social aspect. And you don't actually really even like you getting swimming. So, so Carly has your cover, girls. Yeah, I got No, but men as well. Remember I said to it last week in the podcast with Marcus, John Boland runs an awful lot for the men. I actually think he runs like mixed things as well. I'll stick them up. And especially the shelters at Port Marnock and stuff. Everybody is welcome, Sean. Oh my God, you're going to be like fucking f- going south. What is that called? Who? What's, What's the thing of England's called? Finger swapping cell? Friendship, finger, friendship swapping cell. Going cell, swapping cell, that's what you're going to be like. Yeah, so no, I just want everybody to feel like they're welcome. And God, because it breaks me hard thinking of anybody sitting at home not having anybody. Because that's not true. That's not real life. 
I feel like you're going to love the next question that I have for you. Okay. And I want you to do it. Okay. One-sided friendships would be good, she said, as in to talk about in friends that are jealous and not supportive. I fucking wrapped all mine up, to be honest with you. No, literally. I wrapped all mine up. I said, you know what? Fuck this nice. And I'm not sorry for it. It's actually probably the best thing I ever did. And isn't it mad when you do wrap them up and you're sitting there and you're looking back and you're like, nah, nah, thank God I done this because you see you see more into it because you always have your little wallop. You're like, no, because they, they love me. They wouldn't do yeah. that on me. Why? What are you on about? And then when you take a step back and the walls down because you're like, I don't anything them anymore. Like again, like it's still, I feel like that's another thing. Like you have some good memories that you'll think about, but you'll also still be like, no, go fuck them kind of thing. Yeah. If you get me? Yeah. And, and that's, that's the chapter. No, that's, that's a bump in the road of the chapter of yeah. your life. Yeah. But um, no, it just racks me head. You're like, oh my God, I loved you unconditionally. Yeah. It's like letting a friend, like your other one was like, how do you let a friend like end? But like, that's a completely different look on yeah. it. Because they're being jealous and whatever. Kings like that. Just it's very annoying. Yeah. Very annoying. Oh, a friendship is hard to let go when it there's love involved. It takes five seconds to comment. It takes five seconds to share them little things. takes a minute yeah, to send right. you a message. I have an argument here for you. No, but I mean like in life, like little things, like yeah. all them other things. Yeah. I think that, um, right, so here's one for you. I think social media has people fucked up. Oh, social up. media has people fucked up. up. When people are like, so your friends oh, will never God. like a post or your friends will never share it or see this. I see it all the time with fucking muas and so on and so forth. A, fr- a client will become a friend quicker than a friend will become a client. Yeah, but come Give in. it over. That kind of annoys me slightly as well. I don't think so, Sean, because do you know what? Maybe I don't fucking like what you do. Yeah, well, maybe you Here don't, but maybe it's like you're sitting there and you're like, oh, look, Brian Fogg can't really think of that and you put a little video together and you're like, would like a little bit of support from the people that love me. So then it's like nothing there and then you scroll down and it's like bad girl repost and it's like, oh, lovely, love the bump girl. Well, do you know what? That annoys the life out of me. Sean, if you have yourself paranoid a bit, maybe, maybe that person just didn't see your post. You can't sit and say she definitely seen that and ignored that. You don't know that. Little things like that just annoy me. But that's why the internet no, has people little, fucked no, up because yeah, it yeah. has people believing that people are at people and out to get them and they're being sly on them. <laughs> I don't believe that. Like, I have never been like, my friend never likes my post. She never comments on that. I'm not like that. Because I think it's a very toxic thing to do to your own mind. Mm. Just because the internet says and just because people are I like... I wouldn't be like that jealous. Joe, that I seen a fucking <laughs> video the other day and it was like... Um, 50,000 people will watch our story and you'll put up the same post and only 10,000 people are like it. I'm like, oh, shut <laughs> up. Oh, 10, shut likes. up. No, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just a number throughout my head. But that is fucking ridiculous because the story is a throwaway thing. It's supposed to be throwaway. People are just clicking and, and tapping through. You're not supposed to give, like, that. the, the outcry for outward validation online and then oh. trying to make it out that that is what you should be seeking. That's wrong as shit. That's wrong. It's so wrong. And listen, maybe your friends aren't as supportive online. Cool. That's what they want to do. Let people do what they want to do so you can see what they want to do. And mm-hmm. if you feel that way, why don't you bring it up with them then? Stop sharing fucking Instagram posts being like, a friend of a cover class. Stop it. And say it to them. Because I think it's a very toxic... Are you saying toxic- this to me now? Are you just saying this to No, it's general? a very toxic mindset. Because you keep pointing their fingers at like I'm going sorry, at I'm me doing like, brah, fingers, brah, I'm doing my I mean fingers. Brah, nah, nah. No, I am. I'm losing the head. But I think that... I just think the internet has people very paranoid. And like that, I have friends, Sean, that wouldn't... And it's so funny, that wouldn't like a post belonging to me or wouldn't comment on it. But send me a message to my phone and be like, oh, I love what you put up. I don't be like, why didn't you fucking like and comment on it? Oh. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> That's so lovely. Thank you. Or else they won't even say it or someone will say, oh, I seen your post your day and they wouldn't have liked it and shared it or, excuse me, commenting on it. But they'll still be like, oh, that was cute. I don't need outward validation from people. Although, which, do you know what? How contradictory because of what I do on Instagram. Because I'm on Instagram. So how contradictory is it for Stop me to say... because I'll never, I can't even sorry, say that in general. But how stupid is it there of me to say... That I don't need outward validation and this is what I do for a living. Lies and Manelli. Lies and Manelli. Lies and Manelli. <laughs> no, do you know what? Lies. At first when it all started, not the cancer thing, because that wasn't it. After the cancer left, and I was really like, oh, like and I'm gonna do this. And it's it's the dopamine release of when you get all these likes Always. and when you get all, like that's the horn that keeps people on Instagram. Is that people fucking live for it and they love it. And so did How I for a very long time. So, John, I was Mental. so led. I was so led by that. And that was me driving force behind everything. And now I'm like, no, I'm here online. If you see it, you no, see literally. it. If you like it, you like it. 
fuck it, I don't care. I feel like we went on the same journey. We yeah. kind of grew at the same time. And now we're so, and it's gas because we're, we're doing this. And now we're literally the exact same. Now we're like, yeah. mm, now I know I'll still say about the thing, but it still does annoy me slightly with friends that I'm like, oh my God, I was like, you love me. But I think you need to look inward at no, that because that's an ego very, thing, Sean. Very slightly. It's an ego thing. Very slightly. Ego though. No, because I support you and everything you do, so support me back. No, because now, so now you're not being real. Why so now we're going to have real? a conversation because just because you do it doesn't mean anybody else has well, to because nobody owes you shit. Because no, I'm there with that back and call. No. Well, I don't get to receive, but it'd be nice. It's a nice, genuine gesture. Saying. Just because you're that type of friend doesn't mean that you have to hold that standard to anybody else. I think it's actually a little bit unfair. No, I think it, I don't do it straight away. I mean, like after a good while. Yeah. I'm like, ah, uh, mm. Just because you support someone doesn't mean they have to support you. But hey, it watch is a nice thing to do. This now while they're not listening to us, but what do I think on it? No. Yeah, Producer I think. Producer Ian went with Carly, so <laughs> next question, please. It's not. It's, I think you have to go inward and see why things like that trigger you. And an awful lot of the time, it's in you, the problem. It's not from anybody else. So I don't think that you can hold a candle to somebody and say, well, this is the friend I want you to be. Cool. That's what you want. I'm not that person. No, Sorry I don't about want you. to like that. You're painting a picture now like that. I don't want <laughs> No, I don't. I absolutely do. That's the one. No. No, 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 you know what I mean, though. I think that you, you can't tell somebody how to be a friend or how to act. If you want to be offended by it, be offended by it by all means. But I just think that it's, it's something. Delete me Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah, don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm offline. I'm two not against one. And, uh, and uh, again. No, you shouldn't have LGBTQ plus one. Two what? against one. Homophobes and delete me Instagram. <laughs> not today. If he had agreeing with you, you wouldn't be giving out. No, 110%. I, you kind of lost me halfway through your thing because I was like, she's absolutely written to me and she's right. So I said, you know what? Dead right. On to the but next listen, one, guys. what do we call friendship? Holding people accountable. Oh, no, and 110%. Them so we learn from each other every day. We do, and you baby. do it with me all the time. I do. I love you so much. Thank I love you. I love you. And right. I'm just not going to be comments off so you don't need to comment anyway. So you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So as we're wrapping up, we're going to give you a sex story or go two. Because Ian is kicking us out. So the second one I just seen. <gasps> and now, did you see? <laughs> I didn't even read it. No, so I, I just want to underline. <laughs> I just want to underline four, Sorry, very four words here. It says sex, right? Girl, sad clown. Right, so we're going to get into it. There's the four underlining words. <laughs> I had sex with a girl dressed as a sad clown on Halloween three years ago. Not a sexy sad clown, a full-on sad clown with giant shoes <laughs> and a painted-on sad face. I still howl laughing at it every time I think back. No. That's a North Day Love Horror movies. What's his name that wrote it? Stephen what? Stephen Sorton. No, what do you mean? What the fuck is his name again? Thank you. Stephen King. They are Stephen Shut King. Do Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what's making me giggle? Not a sexy sad clown. A full on sad clown a with giant shoes and painted on sad face. No, a fucking devastated clown he wrote. Like what is it? Are you seeing it? Miserable. Miserable. Solid Misery. in the corner. Now Misery I seen loves company, bro. a video on TikTok the other day, right? And it was like the start of it was one of their videos. And it was like, men aren't attracted to women that. And it just cut. And the woman was oh. like, men would have sex with the crevice in your armpit. Men don't fucking care. Men, do you know what? That actually, um, mortuaries are afraid to hire men because they keep riding the corpses. Ah. So if you are going to tell me that men care about what they're putting their mickey in, they don't. Because a man had sex with a sad clown. Nah, and there you <laughs> so go. And Carly Mahadi is calling another person out. That's not me. Thank fucking God. <laughs> and you got eaten alive, literally by a sad clown. You that's know. Fucking I great. know, that's petrifying. I really enjoyed it. Sorry, imagine waking up and the makeup was still on the boots and all. That, nah. I wouldn't have took them shoes off. Like that, <laughs> do you know what? It'd be like, it'd be like that scary clown that rode that thing in scary movies. Ever seen? Like, oh my God. Like, under the bed. Nah, that's exactly what that's like. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, right. oh my God, a boner. <laughs> Not a boner. <laughs> right, I'm, right, I'm seeing. Desperately horny after the gym, so I just want to see what this oh, goes. Oh, this is a different one. Go on, go on. A few months ago, I was desperately horny after the gym. Where'd I know? I went down <laughs> for a swim and to use the jacuzzi. Nobody was in the place, and one thing led to another. <gasps> and I started to get myself off on the jets. Oh, and I tell you, it blew my mind. <laughs> I've done the same nearly any time I've been back. I'm sick now. Ian called the police. Ian called the police. Someone did not contact us with this. Oh no. Oh, Sorry, no. excuse me. You you then put this to paper. You typed this. Oh no, no. Right, let's You got yourself off on the jets. Shut on. on the jets. 
I'm not gonna lie. When I figured yeah, out, yeah, shut up. <laughs> Let me tell you something. First of all, there's apps out there. Literally, you could find the XXL. Something they get you off. But no, but like, you know when you're down in your dear and you feel a little. <laughs> Like, yeah, but desperately horny. So, oh, I'll go to the gym oh, to no, sit there no. and get off on the jets. No, I wouldn't be hanging around. Buy a vibrator. No, I wouldn't be hanging around. You're sitting on the jets place. and you're literally, nah, in the middle of the gym, eyes no. rolling, biting Is your lips. Was that a male or a female? Again, a vulva's getting it off on the jet. Oh my god, you just said the anatomical. Oh my god, what? you didn't just say the V word. Yeah, why can't I say vulva? No, you can. Oh my god, you keep saying it. I don't know. You can say it. Don't say it again. You can say it. It's just a dreadful. Oh my god! Our beams getting flicked off by the jets. <laughs> I can say any of them ones. No, I'm not gonna lie. I remember where obviously, like when you're younger and you figure out that this thing that tittle jar, yeah, like ah, like I was like, why is that doing that? Like I actually got fright <laughs> off. I was like, why did that do that? So you weren't desperately horny. You went to the gym after that anyway. So no, no, do you know what? I think everybody does. Do you be horny after the gym? I'd be right. And the last one, I'm very disturbed by this. Ah. Very Lilo and Stitch is all I see. This is a sex story. Okay. Sean, I'm very upset. No, please, because you have a big Lilo. Yeah. Or Stitch telling yeah. you that I got you. The fir- yeah, Do you want to read it? Do you want to read it? <laughs> the first time I can remember getting a boner, ah. who, honestly, like, grow up, was watching Lilo and Stitch when I was nine. I think it was Lilo's sister. Nanny, she's she's sexy. I'm going to hold my hands up. She's a, she's a big hoop on her. Oh, she's massive. The sister. Massive. Yeah, yeah right. some speed on her as well. Yeah. I've always loved a voluptuous woman. <laughs> I only talked back about it when Sean talked about the XXL oh, experience. You brought me into this. Because <laughs> he loved Lilo and Stitch. Oh, mommy! Yeah. No, no, no. Sean, you'd be so surprised, right? The amount of people that Pack actually your listen. Point your finger at me one more time sorry, today. I'm and sorry, every single I'm bit sorry of hair that, that you have so will rude. be gone. Scalp. The, the amount of people that will say to me, do you know episode four, uh, minute 32, when you said this, and I'm like, oh my God, you're ah. that bastard. So oh people remember shit. People yeah. remember shit, and you did say that you loved Lilo and Stitch, so that's why that came up. What What do you mean yeah, you're getting horns off cartoons? Nine, nine. Nine years of age. What do you mean I got a horn off I was watching Barney eating the Bear in the Big Blue House crisps. What do you mean? Do you know who I did fancy as a cartoon? I think I said this on this podcast before. Uh, General Lee Chang from Mulan. It was a sexy cartoon. And on that awkward silence, did a gay you baby fa- was born. Did you born. not fancy any cartoons? I can't really remember. I'm trying to picture all of them. Like Michal Brown's just blobbing it. Do you know how many like read a post that I've seen that people... Ma- I fancy that man in Tangled, the prince... Is that the Rapunzel one? Tangled, yeah. Right, lovely. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? No, but then I've seen really weird things online that like people fancy the fish out shark tail and all. Do you know what? That's wrong. No. That's wrong. But, come here. So that's that. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much. And I just want to give a shout out because I forgot to tell you. There was a lovely girl that was at Taste of Dublin last week and she came up and she was like, hey, just want to say my name's Vanessa and I just want to let you know I've been following, like she's been following me and then I don't know if she follows you yet or what. <laughs> but she basically... <laughs> You know no, don't cut it off. I'm telling you, she follows me since before I had like 5,000. Ah, and she was like, you helped me every single week. So I just want to say thank you so much because it's give me just a big up and help me get through my day. So that's for you, Vanessa. Thanks, Vanessa, for letting me be involved in that. Thank you, girl. Well, it's not always about you. No. And we're two separate people. So, oh, bye. Bye. <laughs>